0: Welcome home. I'm John Hernandez, and you have tuned in to the CFA Church podcast. If you have any questions about CFA Church, feel free to visit us at cfachurch.com. We pray that you would walk away from this moment loving Jesus and changing the world. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, CFA. It is great to be in God's presence. It's great to be in the house of God. And God's got a word for you this morning. God's heaven's got a word. I love the scripture in 1 Peter that says, let he who speaks speak as though he is speaking the very words of God. My good friend Johnny Wilson always says, I'm not here to talk to you about God. I'm here to talk to you for God. And I don't say that like arrogantly. I say that because that's what God says. So tell your neighbor God's got a word for you. Do you believe that this morning? T- turn to the book of Ecclesiastes. The book of Ecclesiastes. I want to start a brand new uh, series, a brand new mini-series this morning called Find Your Tribe. Find your tribe. In fact, I, I need you to tell the person on your right, tell them, tell them to find your tribe. So what, what, I, I, want to know, I want you to know the significance of what you just did. Okay, here's what you just did. You did more. You did more than you thought you did. You're on fire already this morning. You don't even, even know what you're doing. Here's what you're doing. You didn't. Just, you thought, well, I'm t- giving the title of the series. No, 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 no. You just gave the altar call. That's what you did. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's right. I thought I could preach. I thought I could give an. And not only did you give the altar call for this message, you gave the altar call for the next three weeks. Because listen, here's what this series, Find Your Tribe, it's all all about groups. It's all about moving people into relationship. And I was talking to Pastor John before service. I said, John, you got to hold me accountable. You and Steve have to hold me accountable because I can't, if I preach this, Like, honestly, if I preach for the next three weeks and you feel inspired and you feel motivated and you feel the power of God, but if at the end of those three weeks you are not more connected in relationship to other people, then I have failed you as a human being. Okay? And I'm just going to tell you that I need, that's why I need your help. Like, I need the conversation for the next three weeks. So if you see somebody that you saw in church in Harris Teeter, I need you to chase their buggy down. (laughs) I need you to take your, your frozen food item and throw it at them if you have to. And I need you to say, hey, have you found your tribe? Like in the, in, the, in the lobby for the next three weeks after this service, before you say hello to somebody, I need to say, hey, have you found your trap? Have you found your trap? Try it again. Just turn to the other person, the person on your left, say, have you found your trap? Because here's, here's the thing. We need, we need each other. We need connection and relationships. Like this is, honestly, I got to tell you that for me, this, is a, this, this stretches me. Because how many of you understand we all have po- like strengths in, uh, uh, of our just natural. And, and so if you're talking about like a good, like a good church service, that church service is going to have for me like power, presence of God, miracles, amazing worship. And, and this, is what stre- this is what stretches me theologically and practically. And I remember Pastor Rick always used to say this and he's spot on. Like we would sing, we'll sing these songs like, uh, Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. And Pastor Rick would say, hey, that's great and that makes us feel good. It's just not true. And right, that all even sounds like, wait a second, I came to a church where the pastor is telling me that Jesus is not all I need. I'm, gonna, I'm just going back out of this service right now because this doesn't, but, but watch. I know, like that sounds weird. It sounds weird to hear, doesn't it? It sounds weird. That sounds strange for me to tell you that Jesus is not all you need, but it's, but it's true because God actually said that. So think about this. In the creation, I, know, I can tell you're not with me. So... Um, <laughs> Let me show, how about if I show this to you biblically? Will you be with me if I show this to you biblically? Nod your head, yes, okay. So in Genesis, God creates a perfect environment and Adam has perfect, unbroken, before sin enters the picture, perfect communion with God. Adam didn't have good prayer moments, he had just good prayer. That was his life. He woke up in the living, breathing presence, unbroken by sin, presence of God. So, so Adam's relationship with God was perfect. Say perfect. Adam's environment was perfect. There were no mosquitoes. There was no humidity. Adam Adam never once got a text message from Verizon saying that he had run out of data. It was, I'm talking, perfect environment. Adam's, Adam's job was perfect. God himself was Adam's boss. Adam, So Adam was ful- fulfilled in his surroundings. He was fulfilled in his relationship with God. He was fulfilled in his relationship with the environment. And one time before the fall, God says something is not good. And do you know that God said that it wasn't good? Read it, Genesis chapter 2. God said that it wasn't good, and here was the reason, because Adam was not yet connected in relationship with Eve. And this is at least a good chance for all the ladies to say good. All the ladies, tell the people around you, say, you need me. You need me more than you think you do. Come on, preach that to somebody this morning. But what was true then is true now. We need... We need each other. And I honestly feel, I feel from the Lord, this is the next step for CFA as a church, that we would find our tribe. See, not only find our tribe, the kingdom of God, not only find our tribe at, C- at CFA, but within CFA that we would find our tribe, that we would do something you love with people you love. So uh, a few months ago, May 10th, I think it came out, um, the new Star Wars movie came out. Um, and I- I'm a child of the 80s, so I grew up with Star Wars, but I never I just never got into the Star Wars thing I just like and I feel, look I feel your judgment coming my way, okay? So, but you can't do that. You can't judge me. God's not judging me, so you can't judge me. And, and I just, I don't know what, for whatever reason, I never got into Star Wars, but I've been watching the last several Star Wars movies. A couple reasons why I, I like them is one, my, my boy's into them, and so that's something that we can do together, and we share that together. But the other thing I like about these more recent Star Wars movies, and this would be something about a, a, like a series of movies, is you do not have to know The entire history of every other movie to enjoy this movie. Are are you with me? Like I don't. Like okay, sue me. I don't know that this character is Princess Leia's third cousin twice removed. And like, like you know those kind of those series where you got to watch all eight movies just to catch up with this movie. Like you could. So we watched we watched Solo, a Star Wars story. And I enjoyed it because I just enjoyed it, and I thought it was a good movie. And and so what this story uh, told was it was the backstory of Han Solo, right? So it told how he got the Millennium Falcon. He see, I know some I know some Star Wars lingo. I'm catching up. And, and it it told how he met Chewbacca and how their relationship began. So so Han and Chewie were both prisoners in this underground prison, and they escaped together, and they went through this whole escape process, and, and then they met up with some other people, and they're sitting around the fire, and Han and Chewbacca are are, are talking, and Chewie now is telling kind of his background story to everybody else, and Han, who apparently speaks Wookiee really well, is interpreting for Chewbacca, and so he's like right on it, Chewie says something, Han says it, boom, 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 and then Chewie says something, and Han kind of looks, uh, pauses for a moment, like he's having Trouble, he's a translator and he's having trouble interpreting the word. And he says this. He says, I couldn't tell whether he said tribe or family. And I love this next line, one of my favorite lines in a movie. Beckett says, Beckett says this, What's the difference? What's, what's the tribe or family? Find your tribe, find your family. And so I want with all of my heart, this is what I see. CFA. I see CFA not only becoming a place and being a place where you drive into the parking lot and you have an anticipation that I am going to meet with the God of the universe this morning. I'm going to hear a word from the God of the universe. I've got a prayer team that's going to pray with me. I'm going to encounter God. But where it really is more than language, more than a nice thing to say, that it feels like welcome home, that you find your tribe and you find your family. And here's the thing, we can't do that on a Sunday morning, right? Look around. you like, you don't know the person sitting by, behind you, much less the person on the other side of the auditorium. It's too, it's too big for that to be accomplished on a Sunday morning. And so I, I feel like the next step for CFA, what God is speaking is he's talking about this just multiplication of groups and how we can, how how. Let me say it like this, the next step in your life may be a relational step. So so Dr. Henry Cloud talks about it like this. He says that all of us, there are basically four quadrants for relationships, okay? Um, There is, in all of our lives, and we can bounce back and forth between these. Nobody probably operates at one time in their life specifically in, this is the only quadrant, but we probably all have some of these in, in our life. He says that we can have no connection. Like that's... That's a, that's a rough one to be in, right? Have you ever been there? Um, maybe, maybe you just moved into the Concord area, and you're saying something like, Pastor, I lo- love the spirit of the church. I love worship. I feel like God's here, but, but like I need somebody to have coffee with too. Right, like that's, that is important. Our relationships with each other are important. Or, or let me say it like this, maybe uh, you, you are a high school student and you're either new to the area or maybe you moved schools. And school's coming up this Thursday. You are not going to be walking into that school like, oh, wow, look at all this technology. I'm so blown away by this technology. Or you're not going to say, man, I love, the, I love the way they decorated this or the lawn. What are you thinking? You're thinking, who am I going to have lunch with? Right? Right? And if you've ever been in that kind of a situation, then you know how important that is, not only to find some connection to God, but find connection with other people, to find your tribe, to find... And so we can have no connection, but we can have, we can have bad connection. And sometimes bad connection is even worse than no connection. Bad connection is a connection or pull towards a person who has a way of making you feel bad or not good enough in some way. Like when you're around, I bet, I bet we all have somebody in our lives like this. You get around this person and you feel defective. You feel inferior. They make you feel like something's wrong with you. Maybe they, they use these things to make you feel this way. Perfectionism, unreasonable demands, withholding praise, shame, guilt, put downs, silence, And so you see, so we can have no connection, we can have bad connection, but we can have, here's a dangerous one to be in, we can have pseudo-good connection. What is this? It's when you have the feelings like you are in good relationship, but you're not in good relationship. What do I mean by that? So you're a manager at work and people are nice to you. It had nothing to do with who you are. It has to do with the fact that you are filling out their report at the end of the month and you determine how much money they make. I preached this to the, uh, to the staff and to our teachers this week. And can I tell you, this is one of the dangers of ministry and or a helps uh, profession. So people, people in ministry, it, and I told it to them like this, just because people need you doesn't mean that you have good and healthy relationships in your life. And that can be true in ministry. It can also be true in nursing or as a first responder or as a doctor or in any type of profession. And some of us have mistaken the fact that people need us when we punch a time clock for the fact that we're in good relationship. Have I I messed you up enough yet? We're going to get to the good stuff here. You say, Pastor, you're preaching out of Ecclesiastes. Is there any good stuff in it? Yeah, there's good stuff in Ecclesiastes. Here's the good news. All, listen, all of us to some degree have times where we're not connected, where we have bad connection, where we have this pseudo good connection. But I believe that over this next season, God wants to move all of us into that fourth quadrant, another step of that true connection. Adam needed Eve. David needed Jonathan. Jesus, when he walked this earth, needed the 12 disciples, and not only the 12, but the three, Peter, James, and John. Paul needed Barnabas. And unless you're better than Paul and Jesus, which, which, come on, like, grab the microphone, you need... Connection. Let's turn to the book of Ecclesiastes and find find out from God's word. So Ecclesiastes chapter 7, or chapter 4, verse 7. I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone, without child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. But then he asked himself, "What, what am I doing? Who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is all meaningless and depressing. I know we all know this, but can I just pause and remind all of us that people are greater than stuff right? Like, they're, people are greater. It's, they're, they're greater than the promotion. They're greater than the office. They're greater than the new car. They're greater than the new house. They're greater than the title. They're greater than, and, and and I think this is just a good reminder from scripture that here's this writer of Ecclesiastes. Most people think it was probably Solomon. I think it was Solomon who had achieved more wealth, more power, more popularity than anybody else on the planet. and Solomon says that if you get all that stuff but you don't have good connection good relationship with other people not only is it meaningless it's actually depressing and that is, that is sad beyond sad is when people get to that place in their life where they say I got it all and it doesn't mean anything don't get there find your tribe find your tribe verse 9 Two are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. So when you find your tribe, when you find your tribe, here's what you get. The first thing that you get is... Multiplication. Multiplication, when you are connected with people that are in good relationship with you, you will be able to do more, say more, accomplish more, go further than you ever thought you would be able to do on your loan. How many of you have you found that in seasons of your life? Like if I'm, if I'm with somebody, that spurs me on, I can do more. So this summer, um, my family and I got an opportunity to go to Montana, to Glacier National Park. I preached a week at a Bible camp out there, and and then we took a week and just did some pretty cool things. And so we went into Glacier National Park. And uh, there's the new entrance and there's, and there's the old entrance. So somebody was telling us about the old entrance. And the old entrance has a bridge, but the bridge doesn't lead to a road. And, and so an abandoned bridge, let me, let me tell you what that says to a country boy. Some of, y- some of y'all will resonate with this. An abandoned bridge means that is a diving board. <laughs> Come on, who am I talking? You grew up like that. There's something high near a body of water. We're gonna jump. We're gonna find out a way to dismount the thing that is up there into the body of water. And so, and so that's what people do, right? Like this is the, and that's really deep water. And so people were like jumping not only from the top of the bridge and the ledge there. They were climbing up onto the railing and doing backflips off of there. And some were diving off of there. And I was like, man, that looks awesome. I want that experience. And and. and I, I didn't make it, <laughs> and I know your pastor is just disappointing you. Tell, like this guy doesn't already like Star Wars, and now he's telling me you're about to leave the church. Hold on, hang with me. Like I, I'm, I only, I only, and I'm like so, I'm like so discouraged telling this story. But I only see talking about relationships and connections. See, I have this connection with something called Heights and that is in the bad relationship quadrant in my life like heights make me feel inferior heights make me feel bad about myself and so I'm, I'm, walk, I'm working through this but i just i don't like like i like to i'm okay on the way down i'm just not okay on the way up and, and so and so i wanted so bad to jump off the top but i ended up climbing only 3 quarters of the way up and Jumping off three quarters of the way up. And you know what? I, through this whole thing, I'm just, I'm thinking. And as I'm looking back, like, you know what I needed? I need Like, I needed my boys. I needed my tribe. So your pastor is going to be telling you to, over the next three weeks and, Probably for the rest of my life, find your tribe. If you found your tribe, find your tribe. Find. I got a tribe. And so I'm not telling you to do anything that not, I'm not already doing. And part, part of my tribe is, is our Spartan training group on Saturday morning. So 730 at Seth Aries house. I got it. Your pastor has a small group leader. Seth is my small group leader. I need like I needed Seth beside me. Uh, does he motivate me? Yeah, but if nothing else, he would have made fun of me until I would have jumped off the top of the bridge. <laughs> like sometimes we just. But like, West, where were you when I was at Chris? Joe, like, where were where were you guys when I was in Montana? I needed you. Like I needed. Do you have that? Did you have that friend in college? And this may have gone down roads that you don't want your pastor talking about on a Sunday morning. But like, did you have that friend in college that you always did more with that friend than you did by yourself? Like, but let's turn that to good deeds and to biblical things and good. Like, you need people in your life that will help you to multiply, to help you to get to higher heights. They say this about about horses. So horses that are built and bred and that God made to pull things, one pack horse can pull about 8,000 pounds. One good good horse can pull about 8,000 pounds. So you would think that two side-by-side would be able to pull 16,000 pounds, but that's not the case. Two horses, you just, they never even met each other. Uh, they just introduce them here, meet each other, hitch them up, and go. They can pull not 16,000 pounds, but they will pull 24,000 pounds. If those two horses spend a little bit of time together and are trained to go in tandem, they can pull 32,000 pounds. That's the multiplication. See, good connection as we get you in your trap. As you find better and meaningful uh, connection and relationships in your life. You're not gonna be able to just add things to your life. God says you're gonna be able to multiply, multiply. What if the multiplication of your business, of your family, of your spiritual life is connected to some type of relationship in your life? The second thing is we get lift. Thank you so much for joining us. Here at CFA Church, it is our deepest hope that you have found the place that you can call home. For more information about this community or to find out how you can connect, simply head over to cfachurch.com where you can plan a visit right from the website. It is our prayer that you will continue to love Jesus and change the world. God bless you.